Welcome to Show Up, Stand Out with your host, Juliette Stapleton. This is an online visibility show and we're discussing all things you need to know, do or have in order to show up confidently online and attract your perfect clients with ease. Continuing on the topic of personal branding and doing some solo episodes, I'm so I want to welcome you first of all, and I'm so excited because there is a lot of potential for me to, you know, talk about things that um, some of my clients say, potential clients say, and maybe bust a few myths and maybe call out a few limiting beliefs. And without being, you know, directly aimed at, at uh, a person. Uh, so this is something that I want to, to do. And today I want to talk about the whole concept of um, outsourcing your marketing. Now, if you are a bigger business, you have been in business for a while, you've already established it, you know, and you literally are scaling and growing and, and maybe at that Point, you already have this you know reputation that precedes you you have your funnel and you've created enough content that you can actually uh, outsource some of it um, to a guest writer who can you know based on what you've written before maybe spend a few things and that can continue kind of having your voice and maybe you can have a podcast or something where you actually express yourself although I personally have a huge huge belief and I'm not the only one there are people like Elon Musk and Gary V and multiple array of other people who are super successful and yet you know they're still showing up as who they are with their personal brand so they are the face of the business and okay maybe you know we can't really call out say uh, Gary V uh, he's the face of the business now that if you entered into any of his business endeavors you wouldn't be working with Gary directly right and yet he represents this business and he constantly pulls people uh, to himself as a persona as a personality as who he is you know he's very authentic showing up and uh, through that attracting people and then you know growing his business and he started all that as someone who was just talking about wines on YouTube in fact for a year and a half nobody barely watched his YouTube channel. I, I know this for a fact, you know, I've, I've heard him personally saying several times that, you know, the, the worst thing is that you don't want to create content because you created a couple of pieces of content and magic didn't happen. And then, you know, you give up, but really you just have to keep going and you have to have this long-term vision. You have to understand that things don't happen overnight and they don't even happen over one year. And it takes time to build something that is big and important. And, you know, if you're still believing in the fact that you can from scratch, from nobody, get certified or just come up with some sort of program based on your expertise and, and, you know, come up and post a little bit about it and then boom, you know, you just made so much money and everybody wants to work with you. That just doesn't work. It doesn't work like this in life. Offline, it doesn't work like this online. You know, building a business is a very, very long process and run away from anybody who promises you fast results or quick results because it's just 
doesn't work. Um, and I can go on the whole rant about it because, you know, if somebody sells you a program, you know, uh, get to 10Ks, 10K in 90 days, for example, you have to ask, so what do I have to bring to the table? Because if you have zero experience in marketing and you don't know how to create content and, you know, you're resisting being consistent and all these other things that are in the way, there's no way you're going to achieve that because in order for you to achieve that, and that's a small goal, right, from business standards, in order for you to achieve that, you have to actually be on a certain level already and have some skills, like you need to know something, you need to have something, you need to do already something in order for you to go and scale yourself to say consistent 10k uh, months in your business, right? And I can tell you that firsthand. That requires a hell of a discipline that most of us don't have. And that's it, right? So especially when you're working for yourself and you, when you are your own boss, because that, that, that would make you the worst boss ever. I know I am my worst boss ever because I don't put enough pressure on myself, right? So I get away with murder. And still, and still, after a few years, I've still built a business that allows me um, a lifestyle that, you know, several years ago, I could only dream of. So this is, everybody has their own measurement on the success, right? So I'm really grateful. I can see how you know, this has worked, but I can also see what didn't work, right? And the discipline was one of the things. And so what I want to talk about today, a little bit in depth, is when you're saying, oh my God, I'm too busy and I have a job and I have like, you know, 55 children and I want to build this business and I definitely want to, you know, I need to get to this 5k months and I need to, you know, quit my job and then just focus on this business. And so a year passes by and your business, even though you are, you know, getting clients and, and things are working, but, but it's not allowing you to quit your job yet. And you get frustrated, you know, and get impatient and you start getting, saying, well, I just need to outsource this because, you know, I just have no time for this. But here's what I think personally. I think that you get what you put in. If you put in resistance, procrastination, you know, you, you prioritize other things, you drop everything for your job boss and, and you drop what is what matters to you most in order to please them. There's a lot of people pleasing, even though, you know, some of the tasks can wait 20 minutes and you can go and write that post, right? Or go live and, and create content that is more important in the long run for your business than for this job that you hate and want to quit right? But you don't do that. You continue putting up their fires and not putting your priorities and your goals and your dreams first. And of course, that's what you're putting in. And what are you getting? No or very little results. And that's what happens. And no, it's not your fault because we've all been there. I've been there. I've been through years of really, like I, I am a recovering people pleaser. For so many years, I thought I'm running my business, but I wasn't. For so many years, I was a glorified employee who, instead of getting a paycheck, sent an invoice every week or every month, right? But actually, the way I was thinking was not like a business owner. So ask yourself, am I thinking about my business like I own this business? Or I'm continuing to behave like an employee, which I am to my other job. Because the mindset is completely different. And when you are taking responsibility for your business, you know that your business is something that 
is responsible for, um, you know, not only your basic income when you quit that job. And that's a huge pressure that right now you don't know that pressure. Trust me. Right. That is a lot of that adds a lot of insecurity that adds a lot of pressure and under pressure. Not everybody performs well, especially when they have to create something. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Do it while you have that other job. Do it while you have that income, but keep that in mind. Think about the fact, what if you didn't have the paycheck from that job? What if everything depended on how well you're showing up in your business? And here's the problem. You might be brilliant, I know. When you're working with people, people are, you know, in awe. But nobody else knows that. Before they experience you, they don't know that. And often they only experience you when they get into your programs, right? When you're actually working with them. So you don't want to work with people for free. So they don't get a chance to experience you. And then, you know, of course you can do different tasters and get people together so they can, you know, taste your vibe. But if you start working with people for free, then you're in a different danger zone because, you know, a lot of people who go into um, offers to work for free, they're not as committed to themselves to start with you know they are freebie seekers and i know that because i have entered free offers right with zero intention to um to hire this person this is the mindset it's not somebody's fault or anything it's just that's the whole thing you know you're getting something for free you're really grateful you're going to make the most of it that's that's all great but it doesn't guarantee that there is an intention to invest especially if you got like coaching for free so we have to be very careful with that part either and so it brings me back let me just i'm kind of deviating a little bit but it brings me back to this whole thing about responsibility for you in your business and for showing up in your business not just to people who already paid and are your paying clients but to those who you hope to convert to your clients those who are actively seeking for someone like you or me and they you know they need to know they need to trust that you are that person how can they do it if you're either not showing up consistently and I'm not talking about daily posting for the sake of it I'm talking about just the energy that you're putting in into your marketing you know are you fully committed or are you just interested to have a business because there is a huge difference you know John Asaraf talks about this are you committed or are you are you interested or are you committed because when you're committed you're going to go and do everything it takes you're going to prioritize it you're going to get really selfish about your goal have you ever had a goal that you got really selfish about and you you did it you know it could be anything it could be like i want to buy that pair of shoes you know i know it's the most expensive pair of shoes i've ever had but i decided i'm going to do it and i'm going to put away the money and i'm going to do it i'm going to do the extra mixer and, and then i'm going to go and get it and you go and get it right and you just didn't compromise you didn't resist because you wanted it so badly so do you want your business to work out as badly or is it just all wishy-washy you have to ask yourself these questions that was what became the most eye-opening thing in my life when I ran a business I registered my first business in 2012 I had a digital marketing agency and yet it took me so long it took me till 2017 early in 2017 I was reading I think it was a testimonial for a coach or something and it was a story and there was this this lady you know on a, on a live conference who said I just realized that I'm actually not running my business as a business I have not taken that responsibility all these years I was a glorified employee and for me it was probably the most 
what I felt was shame, self-shame, you know, I know I'm way over it, but it, it was, I felt so ashamed, because that's exactly what was happening, because I wasn't taking the full responsibility for my business, and I can't tell you that ever since then everything changed and but it did it did change it did change because then over time with small little increments right just the awareness of this helped me to become that selfish about my goal for this business to provide entirely for you know for my living and I am a sole bread maker in my family for over a decade you know there is a pressure on me and if you're into human design, uh, I have motivation of fear, which is, you know, it's not a, it's not like fears, like uh, <laughs> fear of um, divisibility or something like that. But it is a fear of what if I don't know, what if something like there's a lot of what ifs happening, and that's my driving force, right, to 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 overcome that fear. But it comes with a lot of insecurity and pressure, and and you need stability. So it's kind of tough in my. Uh, I don't operate on just pure hope. If your motivation is hope, that can help, right? But it's not mine. So going back to marketing, you know, there is understanding that you're actually doing things that are basically shooting yourself. You're shooting yourself in the foot. You're running a business, not like a business person. And I think fast forward now, it's been five years since uh, it's 2022 now. And I am definitely feel full responsibility for my business do I run my business in a traditional sense like you know by the book no no I don't no I don't at all I found my own way to run my business and I found peace with understanding how much of my business I want I was able to you know enjoy you know there's a form of fear of missing out but also there is a jomo as in joy of missing out and i'm really enjoying missing out on you know falling victim to thinking that i need more when i have enough and the more i feel enough the more comes in that's just the most mind-blowing thing this is the whole energy of receiving so when you when it comes to showing up as a personal brand and, and you're thinking, you know, I'm going to outsource my marketing, what you're essentially doing, you're, you're taking away that, you know, issue that you're resisting. But everything we resist always feels overwhelming. You know, sometimes you need to make a phone call to someone. You know, <laughs> I was resisting to make a phone call. My husband had some sort of something growing on his kinder and, and I resisted for three months making a phone call to this hospital because I don't go to hospitals very often and it just feels very overwhelming to me. I don't know where it's like, what do you do? Go, you go to the reception and give your coach. Like, I need to know every step. Again, see this insecurity thing? That's how it manifests. And so I resisted for three months. It was on my mind. It was, I couldn't sometimes, you know, create content for my business because I was just so, you know, worried about making that phone call. I'm giving it to you as an example. And by the way, I made a phone call. And not only I made a phone call, through that phone call, I met the person who is probably the most active ambassador for wellness here in Estonia and so and now we have personal friends on Facebook it's like it's insane that phone call was magical for me but I resisted it right I resisted this five minutes and then things started flowing for three months so how much are you resist in creating content how much you're thinking about it how much it's like killing you inside and and maybe other things are not flowing because you're afraid of this instead i suggest just start posting it doesn't have to be perfect because you're you're not it's it, you resist it because it's in, unfamiliar to you so the more familiar it becomes the less we resist if something you know 
something you do every day, you don't resist. If you're brushing your teeth every day, you don't resist and like dread this moment unless you have a toothache, right? So it's something that just happens. There's things that we don't resist because we know how it works. You don't resist making a pot of coffee in the morning because you know exactly how to do it, right? In fact, you're looking forward to it. Well, I do. I start looking forward to my morning coffee about six o'clock the previous day. I'm just saying. We spend too much time resisting what we don't want to do because it's unfamiliar. So start learning and making it familiar. Start creating content. Uh, start making creating content more familiar. Start making um, little videos more familiar. If you want to start little making little videos and stories and don't post them, that's fine. But if you create a little small video every day or you go live or you create a podcast episode, whether you decide to publish it or not, it's up to you. But if you start doing it every day or every second day or when you feel in the zone, then you will get more and more familiar with the process. So you're not going to resist it. It's not going to, for your, it will be part of your comfort zone, right? It's, your brain is not going to resist it. But you're going to show up as who you are. And that means that you're showing up with the conviction and confidence and, and the magnetism, per, personal magnetism that you're born with. Because when you have no resistance and you're talking about something you're passionate about to the right person, that is contagious, right? So how can you talk passionately about what you love without, you know, just trusting that there's this right person in your audience? That's where you want to get to. That's where I am right now. You know, I don't overthink every time I decide to create something. I don't overthink about who is there, to needs to hear this. I... Uh, create content from what I believe I should say. And here's the twist, right? So again, I'm going to mention human design. When you lean into human design, it gives you instant insights about how you can create content or um, what angles, right? From which angle you can present the information that is so aligned with who you are and that personal magnetic energy and also with what maybe you don't identify 100% because you, you know, it's, it's subconscious, but others see around you. So you can also tap into that. Here's an example. In human design, um, my profile is one three. Line one is all about research, investigation. It's, you know, that fear motivations I, I mentioned comes from that. It's like, I need to be rock solid in my knowledge of the core of something you know I need to have all the details I need to have security I need to have this foundation it's a very steady energy and research is you know Google is my middle name I don't know everything about everything because I'm not interested in that I need to understand the core that's my strength and that's what I help with you know my work that's my energy I can help feeling secure, feeling safe, understanding the core needs or what needs to happen for you to take the next step. And that's the confidence, you know, that's the security, that's, you know, it's safe to do so. That is kind of one of the energies that I have. The other uh, line in my profile is three, and three is all about trial and error. Even though I do not consciously 
um, like experimenting with things but if I look back to my life everything is an experiment because I learned something you know I, I implemented I'm very impatient but like okay let's put it into action and that's my line three so let's like there's a pothole on the or there's a hole on the road let's jump into it because you know otherwise I don't know what's inside it so I have to jump into it and then I'll come out and say okay guys don't jump into this one because you know this didn't work out it's like it's too dirty it's too deep it's too this I'm like an expert of what doesn't work because I always try it on and that energy is a little bit it's a subconscious energy I don't really necessarily say like I am someone who is like I'm a tester I would be like no no I don't like testing but actually this is a subconscious line I don't see it but others around me they see it my mom when I was growing up never said no to me as a child and her reason for that was she was saying you will always go and do it anyway you need to know you need to try it. So I never said no to you. You know, I would reason, I could explain, maybe perhaps well, these are the you know, reasons, you know, why not? And in my business is the same thing. You know, I've tried so many things and that's why I know that traditional business doesn't work for, say, solopreneurs, that, um, you know, if you're in the coaching industry showing up, the only way you're going to make your business work is if you fully, fully focus on marketing your business. You focus on marketing your business more than you focus on delivering to your clients. You love your clients, you're doing a great job, yeah, but 80% of your time, effort, and creativity needs to be poured into creating content that potential clients can find, can binge on, can get to know you, and can get to want to be to have more of you in their lives. That's how this whole thing works. That's how, that's why they go and work with you and not with, you know, some other person in the same industry because they want access to you. And the only way they will want access to you is that when they know, like, and trust you. If you don't show up, if you outsource this, it will never, ever happen. So personal branding rule number two, get involved. Get involved, put the business hat on, take responsibility. It's your dreams. Be selfish about it. Be selfish about it and go get it. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Show Up, Stand Out with your host, Juliette Stapleton. If you would like to find out how we can work together, head over to julietstapleton.com and send me a friend request on Facebook. I'd love to connect. Any links that I mentioned are in the show notes to this episode. I really hope to hear from you. Join the conversation. Ask me questions. Go and binge on my blog. Listen to other episodes. And thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. I'll see you soon.